Welcome. Welcome to Nana's. Listen, it's the best it's going to be. We've never, like I said, the only time we've ever aligned was I think when we were in the same place. And even then, when we were in the same place looking at each other, I don't think we've aligned on that either. Nope. So welcome to the new seasons of Nigerian Nuna. It is February as we're recording this. February 2022. Can you believe that? No. How many months, years have we been doing this now? Mm, well, this is our 27th episode, um, sure. and it's our first episode of the new year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We had a little um, break at the start of the year, as we usually do, um, so we're back for February, Yay, back for this well. year to start going So to... technically, if it's 27, that means this is, what, two years and a bit in terms of recording, which means technically we're probably about nearly three years now, aren't we? Mm. Technically, that is a long time. Mm. It is a long time. It's this is like one of the longest relationships I've had with anything. So cool, well done, you Mm. did good. Well done, my my relationship, my K drama relationship person. Now, in case anybody is wondering why we're all low energy, here's the thing. Both of us have a role on our podcast. One of us is always very high energy. One of us is always very sensible. The very high energy person today is feeling way too sensible. And the very sensible person today is thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this person who's meant to be high energy? And she bas- and the high energy person <laughs> basically told the, uh, the sensible person that, hey, tis life. Shit happens. Currently going through some shit at the moment. So energy levels may not be as high as you want it to, but as usual... I see a lot of shit that means nothing. So you're well kept there. You're sensible there. You're good there. Don't worry about it. The sensible person will continue to be sensible because she's a sensible person. It's what she does. It's instinctive, right? Right? Yeah, instinctive. It's instinctive. I'm, I'm not instinctively sensible, but thank you for that. Uh, more like the sensible person is a little bit worried about the low energy person and doesn't want to basically put this burden her with this at this time so there's no burden there's a distraction it's a distraction distraction is always good okay well there's a lot of crap that we're going to talk about which will give us distraction i'm editing all this out (laughs) you you should put that there i think people should understand why the low energy is what the low energy is okay and trust if we're talking about crap my beautiful man i'm sorry i mean he just got married but fuck that shit that's just crap oh god man's voice the minds was that thing. Yeah, I, mean, I wrote in brackets. This was for the money for the wedding. <laughs> well, here, listen, we all. But look, we cash. all did the cash, so no disrespect to him. You understand mm. what we're talking about when we get to that later on. But I just mm. went had just about three pieces of news. One that you might be excited about, which is at the end. Um, but the first one Why is just the, the end. Oh, oh the last the no, the last news, the last oh, news story is. Oh God, no. No, it's not. It's nothing like. Oh, by the way, here's the surprise. Gungu is coming uh-huh. to Birmingham. It's, it's not that. Or oh, he's coming That's to it. Manchester. Or oh, he's coming no. to London. He's not okay, going to be in the UK. In, <laughs> okay, first, if he's in Manchester, London, who gives two flying? You know what? If he's in Birmingham. <laughs> That's probably been more exciting, except, of course, if I know where it's going to be specifically coming to my house. Then, then there's a level of excitement. If it's just in Birmingham, I, don't, I may not even be able to find him. Birmingham is pretty big. Maybe yeah, but you will him. try. That's the thing. 
even if it's in Manchester, you at least want to know where to see if the girl needs a hobby. If it's manageable, hobby. but it's not that unfortunately. Um, it's just like sh- upcoming show that's happening, which I was a little excited for. Um, I don't know if you'd be the same, but the first is just a PSA that Disney Plus has started to. Um, well, Disney Plus UK and US have now started to put up their their K drama productions. So Snowfall is now on Disney Plus. If you are so inclined to watch it, um, gives me the HGB. You know, it's just, with the controversy around it, I'm a bit. Eh, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Actually, I know I'm actually not going to watch it. Um, but what I'm excited for is that Grid, the show with So Kan Jun, uh, So Kan Jun from Are You Human Two. Um, when the weather's fine, his new drama, Disney Plus drama, is likely also now going to be showing up on our Disney Plus in our territories as well. And the Rookie Cops drama with uh, Kang Daniel from 101 um, might also be showing up on Disney Plus as well, because that one I think is nearly finished. So I think as they finish on Disney Plus Korea, they also then show up on our Disney Pluses here. So look out for that, guys. I'm excited to check so the last two dramas out. More places for me to have to go and find I um, know. content is exhausting. Did you get the email as in the renewal of Disney Plus if you bought it after March? I think they already, they already, they already, it's a jack. They already took my money. They already took your Did money? You? Well, I took my money in February. because Oh, good, good. Do you know what? how much is going up to? How much? 84 quid. So basically, ten, they're basically increasing it by ten pounds every year. Yes. So if from May, so it's great that you got to, it now. You got I it. To, I need to disengage with this people. This people are about to bankrupt me. I'm not about to do that. Continue with that then. I know. I'm to bankrupt a person. Damn Because we're watching, we're watching entertainment. We're meant to be entertained, not stressed out. If we're going to get stressed out by paying bills, then you know something. It's crazy. Um, I saw the email and I was like, okay, I don't want to curse your your descendants, but interesting. Um, also. Uh, Pachinko, that's the big uh, K-drama coming to Apple Plus. They started doing the media, well, the they started doing the media coverage for it. I saw a massive piece in Vanity Fair. It was like one of these really prestige pieces with the, all the cast and designer wear, you know, including Lee Min Ho and the author of the book, Pachinko, as well. It seems that, you know, Apple Plus are kind of like, yeah, we're going to give this, we're going for Emmys here. <laughs> this Isn't is what this we're going for. Isn't it set in like the 19th? Yes, it is. Like yes, it is. So it's a period drama. Makes it, yeah, it's the only thing that makes it interesting for me because of the fashion, because I'm not really a big fan of, what's his name? The one with the face. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Lee Min Ho. Yes, <laughs> yeah, him. I'm not really a big fan of the one with the face. So, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> but, yeah, so it's the period piece and always going to be interesting because I want to see how they translate the fashion and also culturally and historically the way that korea is represented yeah because this was before the korean war so it was exactly korea mm. so it'd be quite interesting to see how that is represented mm. and how many what the arc is how far they go i don't even know what the story is about i just yeah i know i was going to read the book and i thought no nah, i'll wait i want to watch it first and just see how it's depicted and be fresh to the story rather than going in with like, oh, but they haven't done this, which really yeah. bugs me sometimes when you read it. It's one of my pet heaves when I watch something, when I've read it, I'm kind of like, mm. but you know, as as our sister always says, different mediums, <laughs> but that's just well, the way. Well, doesn't make it interesting because when you consider a lot of the K-dramas that come out, I mean, this is obviously a very Disney thing. 
where they are hyping from now to the end of time. Oh, Apple. This thing that, sorry, Apple, forgive mm. me. Mm. Oh, okay, so maybe not them then. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think it's just a lot it's of money over, and they want their own hits. Well, I'm very sorry. Suck it up, dude. Suck it up. Do you think that cake drama is for the broke and the... Well, actually, it's for the broke and, the, and miserable. But still, <laughs> you know, if you're producing this age, do you know, I've, I've seen so much K drama. When they've done that light filtering, camera filtering, mm. beauty, beauty filtering, <laughs> I mean, that is a high production fakery that someone's giving me, telling me that that's someone's real face. Please, welcome to the real world, man. Yeah, I just the last piece of news, the one I'm a bit excited about, is that, you know, our dude, you Young Suk, um, he from uh, Hospital Playlist and um, Reply 88. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, which one of them? Um, like, three of them really like. Okay, what's in the event diagram of Hospital Playlist and Reply? Oh, not 88, 1994. Like I never watched 94. Did I watch 94? Yes, you did. Which one is 94 again? 94 is the one with Guara. All oh, right, okay. Chillbong. So, okay, yeah. I'll just say you the magic oh, chi- word, Chillbong. Um, okay, yeah. Use names I understand. Use sorry. names I understand. I don't know. I should have just said Chillbong. Um, yeah, exactly. Chillbong, yes. He has been selected as the male lead for Pat Me Young's new drama because Pat Me her new drama was actually announced on Thursday. Doing it. Well, I guess they were trying to obviously build on the publicity she's having for casting love and weather um she's doing this new drama called monday tuesday friday saturday um where she's playing i love this she's playing a single life helper so she provides service it's a business that provides services to young single men who need a pretend wife so where they can attend gatherings like reunions (laughs) alumni reunions (laughs) weddings and more um and she's gonna be playing like a single life helper who works from monday to saturday to help single men and i was like okay very rom coming. I like this might be that is interesting because mm. our current show I have I, I pissed me the fuck off. Oh we'll get into that then. Why it did piss you the fuck off. off. So yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see how this what comes up. I know. And just lastly of course we all know about the ma- marriages and engagement announcements that have happened recently, just thought we had to mention it. Wendy and I really talked about the Basuya bin and who bin getting married. You know, the Chloe couple, crash landing on you couple, getting married. And also, Pak shin and Choi Tae-jung got married. So, who's the first one getting, the first one getting married? So, Hye-bin and Hu bin Who's that? Crash landing oh, on you. Oh, they finally got No, no. There's, you said there was another one before that. No, I said... Crash landing on you. Yeah, that's the couple. I said the So, bin and Hu bin couple, which is crash landing on you. The Chloe couple. Okay. Yeah, they're okay, getting married. Mm. I for some reason I think I heard about you know the um the Nuna couple the one that had the brain thing the brain thing the brain the, thing. the guy that had the brain thing that had to stop acting oh, in, um, oh, reason, oh 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 that's oh. why I think that's why I had his name no 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 they're not getting dudes and married yet oh that would be mm. a lovely lovely like if they do. Get, get I don't think they plan on getting married. I think it's all those things. They'll pro- well, I guess they'll just register the marriage. I don't see them based on how long they've been together. Aye, that'd be lovely. It feels almost like you see. I was worried when people have been together for a long time to get married. Why? Because well, because sometimes it feels as though the dynamics change mm. in the relationship. Because a lot of people that I've seen that have been together for a long time, then they get married. It's like something switches in somebody's head somewhere. And then it seems like the dynamics of the relationship changes somewhat. But, you know, but then you know how, again, 
the things that I say is similar to how I feel about people that are saying, oh, we're, we're friends, we're male and female friends. That's like your pet, that's your, um, that's your pet My peeve. pet peeve. That, I, I was thinking about that, you know, <laughs> in my youth, in my youth, I actually didn't think that. I used to think, yes, men and women can't be friends. Why are you saying that? Don't be so blah, blah, blah. As I've grown older, time has proven me incorrect. So now I have to stand by the other side and say, no, men and women cannot be friends. Because if they are friends, at some point, something is going to happen. It either is going to happen it or, did happen or in future when the when your spouse here with the dies they're the ones that are going to get married and then you start when you are alive you end up when you're old like thinking like this people are people trying to kill me so that they can get married or get together anyway. okay no <laughs> no so i'm sorry just for direction. reference because i know that we were talking in our uh in our mo and wendy speak but the person we we're talking about was uh kim Ubin and shimina that's who yeah and um, wendy was Love referring cha-cha, to the cha-cha-cha woman, woman yeah. and the, the, the hairs guy oh yeah not forget yeah. love guy but no mm-hmm. they haven't got married yet but nice if you did. and obviously picture um park shin hey and Choi taewon got married yeah, with the crap show. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk it's about right. his it crap show. Feels, it was all right. It was for the it, wedding. Is it, it, no, it did, no, it did it for the child. It did it for the child. Yeah, exactly. Not for the wedding. This it was is for trust. This is money for yeah, the child. shoes. Um, okay, let's go first into the shows that we're currently watching. We're watching some uh, some shows together. Uh, should we go with the ones that we know we're not watching together? I know that you're watching Forecasting Love and Weather. We'll, uh, we can take that to the end. And you're watching 39, right? I'm watching 39, I'm watching law, what a forecasting like the weather. weather. I'm watching, well, I started watching 25, 21, but I'm not sure how long that's going to last because it feels like a jag, like a ripoff of a reply something, something with the beginning for the like fucking ripoff. <laughs> okay, so there are three you're watching. I'm watching Love is Bland, Japan. Okay, four. Okay, anything else that you're watching um, apart from that that you can start doctor. with? Yeah, I'm watching Ghost Doctor, still catching <laughs> up. <laughs> enthusiasm good to see enthusiasm. i'm still watching it it's, it's catching up is the issue now i think basically because um mm. i've had a lot to do um but okay mm. let, you want to start with something else apart um apart from those five is there anything else you're watching mm. yes yeah, so i'm watching snack kizutsuki oh okay what's that it is a j-drama okay watching on off platform mm-hmm. um and i think it's called the bar for the wounded for the for the wounded heart or the broken heart or something. Kizutsuki means something like that. Um, and the idea and it's the idea is it's this sort of, you know, those Japanese bars that only have like five seats. Well, in the beginning of the show, you had like five seats. Now it seems to have like a whole added section on Twitter. I don't know how that Look, happened. it grew. Business was good. <laughs> Profits. Yeah. And um, those with broken, wounded hearts or oh. something go there. Okay. And they meet the owner of the bar. They have a start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then through food and music, they look to start healing. Okay. Do, obviously. I like it. The bar okay. is also quite interesting because it doesn't serve any alcohol. It only serves non-alcoholic drinks. So, and the owner of the bar is this woman, beautiful woman, who always just wears white. Oh. Like she's always in white, and it's very clean white. It's not like the whites that you and I wear that we, after two seconds near food, it just comes splattered with crap. This is a beautiful white. Even looks like a bit. I'm not sure if it's cotton or linen, but just just beautiful white from top to bottom. Then. Okay. And it basically follows the life of different people. It starts with one person who comes into her bar okay. to talk about something that has occurred with her with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then what the story does really well is that it links from one story, how the one person who comes in met links to the other person who they may have encountered during the day. And then that person comes in as well. 
so you have this this um show i'm still watching it there's i think i think i have three more episodes or so to finish watching it and basically you see how it is that all these different people who are having different experiences how it is that their experiences are affecting their view of the world at the time and when they go to back back they get the opportunity to reflect on what has happened and maybe find a part of themselves that they thought was lost and hopefully also try to start getting healed and it's called Ba Suzuki? Z- uh, Kizutsuki. So K-I-Z-U-T-S-K-I. Snack Yuzutsuki. Okay. I definitely have to check that out. That seems very interesting. interesting. Very really interesting. interesting. Okay. Uh, anything else that you watch apart from those four that we talked about? Or five? Mm, it was five originally. Okay. Let me not say I didn't watch I dropped it. So maybe that's more <laughs> end of it. Oh, okay. You dropped it. Okay, I haven't started it at all. It's on my list. Yeah. But you, but that's your girl, Harry. Why did you drop you see, it? I love Harry. It wasn't because of Harry. It was because of the male lead. He irritates me. <laughs> like, he irritates me. Okay, so how was he irritating me? Was he just a uh, well, bad so actor? To, okay, so Moonshine is going to be about the um, Prohibition era. Mm. In, I think it was late Joseon, mm. um, Korean times. And um, they basically put a ban on anybody, you know, drinking alcohol or making alcohol, particularly rice alcohol, because we were wasting rice to make alcohol. Okay, imagine. Which, which is understandable because when nobody can eat and all you're doing is drinking, at some point, someone still needs to work, work those fields so that the rich people can eat. Sure. Anyway, um, because of that, as you can imagine, whenever anything like this happens, people mm-hmm. start to produce illegal alcohol, and which is called moonshine. Mm. Um, it follows this ex this ex i want to say ex rich girl but i don't think there's such thing as an ex rich girl but a girl from a good family mm. who has fallen on hard times who um dis- who has who lives a life that is considered um undignified right because there's an ex lady who's scrambling around in crap to pick up crap uh. and um the decision she makes to start to produce high quality moonshine right um, there's a main male lead who's I can't remember his name. It looks. I think it's the guy from My Strange Hero, but I have to. Maybe that's why. Uh, I mean, I and I'm not a robot. I remember someone telling me that. I, know, so yeah, I, mean... I think it's easy. I think it's the boy from I'm Not a Robot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's the boy from I'm Not a Robot. Anyway, so yeah, um, so he is this. Um, he's one of these countryside people, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's a, a semi noble countryside person who comes to Seoul because it's very very bright and he got the highest blah 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 in his city so he meant to be naive boy who comes to the city and because he passed the civil service test he then goes on to the palace to pass another civil service test mm. and while he's there he wins the approval the view of the king because of something that he does i'm not giving too much because i forget if you guys want to watch it then yeah. mm. so there's something that he does um, of course, when he first arrives in the city, he first meets the girl. So we all know this is this blah, blah, blah. And like, he also has some trauma, which I'm guessing, I've not watched it, but I'm guessing has to do with the fact that when these guys were younger, they must have met each other and fell in love. I think I can write this goddamn story. Anyway, so he comes into town, meets her, has some issues with her, does this test, passes it. Then he's told he needs to find a place to live. And mm. then guess where he ends up living? Guess, guess. Oh my God. Could it, could it? Could it be with her? <laughs> yes, and guess what his job is? I, I, I don't know. Tell me, because I've never watched K-dramas before. A moonshine inspector. inspector. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, wow, look at that. It's linked right. to the title of the drama. 
Can you believe the shit? Anyway, so um Oh wow. He so basically I mean maybe other people are watching and they're getting much more excited about it. But I watched the first like two episodes and I was like, someone please pluck my eyes out. I can't do this anymore. Oh, here Deaf me. No, Hiri is really good in it. Because, no, I mean, no, again, like I want to support good. her dramas, but I really want to I'm support her. I like I think after I watched um what do you call that one? The one where with the another Gumyo one. That Gumyo, oh yeah, yeah. Romance the Gumyo. Yes. I was like, okay, here I'm gonna continue to support you. We need to find better male leads. And she didn't. Maybe by episode eight you'll get better, but I don't have the energy to invest. I know. All the way down. And then there's that boy that was in um that pretty boy that was in that one with um the other pretty boy. With Pak um Pak Bogong. Okay. That um, one that shitty that shitty show he did before he went on to the Oh, end. um like my youth life in youth, youth in yeah, life. You know the pre- the pretty boy that was there. Oh, he's this the second male lead. He's in this he as well. He's in he seems to be the second male lead. They already shift they were shipping some sort of romance between him and Yeri's character. But guess what? He's a rascal prince. He's a royal rascal. Do you know where that's from? Royal rascal. No. Yeah, do you know where that's from? No. Singing in the rain, dude. The oh, sorry. Rascal. I just yeah, remember so gotta a... dance. Yeah, but it was like the royal rascal. rascal. It's like, what's it? What you know what it says? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes. Anyway, yeah. I remember that. He's a royal, he's a, he's a royal rascal. So obviously, we know hilarity is going to ensue because guess what okay. he also has? Guess what he also has? Guess what he also has, guess. Uh, he's, Royal Rascal. He is a moonshine inspector. Oh, no, beyond that. What is the standard when you have Royal Rascals who sit like this and go bad and become rascally? What do they usually have when they do that? Oh, 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 oh he has, um, what's it called? He's got an issue in his past. <laughs> he has trauma. <laughs> he has trauma. There's always yeah. fucking trauma. It's so lazy. Yeah. So that's so... There you have it. So, so if you think okay. you can see through that, I'll, ch- then I'll check out the first episode just yeah, to say then... I tried. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I watching? Yeah, Love is Blind Japan, but yeah. Yeah, Love is Blind Japan. Um, I'm going to talk about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, I guess. Because okay, we're we are going to. Another. Yeah, okay. And then there's, what's the like, there was something I'm watching now. That man's, okay, that's the one that I dropped, that man's voice. Okay, do you want to talk about that man's voice? Because it's something you dropped. Why don't you talk about that man? Why do I have to talk about it? Because I already talked about Moonshine that I dropped. Okay, so that man's voice. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to answer this by saying it's not that I'm telling you not to watch it, I'm telling you that it's a waste of your time. Because it's just a very cheap production. It was something that I think they probably made in a week. And the story is ridiculous. I mean, it could have been done well, I guess, with a bit more finesse and just, I don't know, someone else reviewing the script, probably. But there's something about male leads turning, I mean, sorry, cats or animals talking in K-dramas that haven't worked so far. I've watched a couple of dramas where they do that, that's like the main plot point and it just doesn't work. Including that drama two years ago of the guy that turned into a cat. Which I don't remember now. It was distressing. Yeah, it was fucking weird. (laughs) Something about my cat, something. Yes, I know. Yes. took him home and he became a cat. Yes. He's kind of rapey and stalkerish. But hey, that's just me. You know. But also, wasn't he sponsored by Lottie World or something? Yes, it's pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much sponsored by Lottie World. I think they just basically had the budget that usually the the Korean government give you. 
um, to make entertainment because they, yeah, because mm-hmm. they give those to like web dramas and stuff. And you just see at the end of the credits that oh, you know, sponsored by the Korean government, they have that budget. Then they also just I don't know raise some, some sponsorship from Naughty World, and they're like, oh yeah, let's use that money to get uh, Chai To June and this former idol woman whose name I've forgotten now, and let's just make a drama. It is awful. It's about this girl who. I didn't want the whole thing. Did you want? Okay, you dropped it. Me too. As um, me, so it's about, the whole thing. So it's, it's about, about a girl, a part-time worker a part-time who works worker. in a convenience store. Yes, right? yeah, who works in a convenience store. And she wants store. to become a full-time worker. She's looking for a job. Yes, hard. But then there's this guy that comes in to the store every day mm-hmm. to buy. Guess what? What does he buy? Every day, cat every food. Day. Exactly. Because he and loves his he, cat. Because he loves his white fluffy cat so much. And I mean, the only good thing about this is if you're looking at hypergamy, he's an airline pilot. Which yes, is I so know. But that. Dream about marinary, a rich man. Yeah, but my God, that <laughs> airport, that airport, uh, not airport, air, airplane set that they used, I was like, hmm. This is, not, this is not very very believable but yeah anyway so yeah she, and then what happens yeah and then he has to go on a flight or something yeah but he has there's no one that can take care of his cat so he asked the nice lady um who works in the, co- in the convenience store to oh please can you take care of my cat while i'm away for the two or three days when i'm working she says yes so she takes care of she um basically takes on the cat they go home and um, uh, whilst she's at home, some of the cat escapes. I'm really, really boiling it down here. It's, the cat escapes and then caught in a storm. And when she goes out to find the cat, she grabs him. Lightning strikes her. And as a result of this happening, um, she's able to hear the cats. <laughs> um, the cat's thoughts. Because the cat can talk, but obviously not talking. The cat, he can, she can hear the cat talk. I just say that. And the most interesting thing about that whole thing that I just mentioned what? is the lightning strike and the fact that it not turned all of them into cinders. Oh yeah. Because if they had, if they had, if the lightning had struck them and they'd all become cinders, then their ashes had mixed together and they floated away and become a cat-human hybrid. That would have been a more interesting show than the crap we just talked. Exactly, about. and the cat's vo- character is this like a juicy character-ish because I thought it was an interesting choice. To make the cat this brash, like, because he's a white Persian cat, gorgeous looking thing. Um, but they've given it this gruff character, so obviously it was like, oh, yes, you know, I guess the, the economy probably. But that was why I checked out because I was like, okay, <laughs> this is Which interesting. Can, no, but think about it, it kind of makes sense because it does. Way that really, if you look at little, little yappy dogs. It doesn't make sense that they're little yappy human beings. The truth of the matter is that they're probably miserable old people. Probably. Put on your floor and get your attention. So probably. Yeah, make that to reason. Yeah? Probably. But yeah, um, it's an awful drama. Don't waste your time. Um, if you do want to finish, I think they're about eight, nine episodes. I don't remember. It wasn't 16, Listen, was if it? You, if you want to know, hell no. They, they, mm. they were that stupid. Yeah. But if you want to support somebody's you know, future child. Yes. You should watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah. because although Pak Shihin, um, you know, Pak Shin here, sorry, is the breadwinner in that family, let's all be honest here. Um, we can help we can also help out Tejun. Um he's not necessarily bad in it. It's just it's just bad. <laughs> the show itself is bad. Everything is to me, I was like, Okay, I get why you signed up to this. You probably thought it was better on the script. I don't know. But it was just pretty awful. 
But yeah. But I'm still waiting to see. I mean, That's I'm thinking voice. about it. I don't, I don't remember all his shows because he doesn't really resound uh, that much as an actor in my head. But I think he needs to take a bit more acting lessons or choose better scripts because I've not really seen him in anything like good, good. Yeah, he's always been second or third leads in like, is it, repl- is it the, re- the, the, the something, the daters, the something daters, the replacement daters, that show that you, you completed it. I couldn't finish it because I didn't like it. Um, the Undateables? The Undateables. And then he was also, yeah, he was, yeah, he was in that and he was also in that show as well, which I don't remember. Um, I have to Google it. You're talking about the shows that I have watched and I don't remember. He's not memorable in it. I'll be very honest. Um, I just remember him. about the one that I married? Wasn't the one about the, the, yes. So so anti so I married an anti fan. What I thought was yes. okay. Um, I yeah, mm. I thought it was okay. He was also in suspicious partner. I think that was his peak. Oh um, yes, so yes. So suspicious partner. partner. I do remember him yes. because I did like. Because I remember so thinking, I who is he? Partner. And he's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think he's made some really. So since then, it's kind of kind of. Who is that girl that's a suspicion partner? I've not seen her recently. I really like her. Oh, she, she's oh, university, she, isn't she? The girl. Oh, she's studying, she's studying psychology. She was in the drama I saw last year, um, which is Dinah, um, the one that yeah, had Geo in it, that. and she's doing. She has another drama coming out. Called, she's quite good now. She has another drama coming out called Little Women, but I don't think it's out yet. But yeah, she's she's back to acting. Um, okay, so, so it's about you, this. What are you watching? Um, I the only thing out of those five that I'm watching really is Doctor Park's Clinic or Internal Medicine. Yeah, Doctor Park. I haven't started watching that. Yeah, that has Lisa uh, Jin from I know from Mario Contract, and you know him if you watch um, Young's um, Young Stay as well because he's always in, he's been in that um, reality show for a while as well, and Rami Ran. Um, who is from Reply 88, she's the mother, and also from Black Dog as well. Um, and it's kind of has like a, it follows a mockumentary format. It's kind of like The Office. Um, they, whoever's watched this, who's produced this, because it's TV that is a TV and drama. Um, so they, who try to make dramas that are out of the box. Um, and this one kind of follows a mockumentary format. And it's, it's good. It's, Funny, there are, there are a lot of Korea centric jokes, like South Korea centric jokes. So, there are things that you know the average and uh, the average international viewer probably won't cotton on because there are lots of jokes. But it's interesting um, how they depict um, what the actual reality of owning your own private practice <laughs> is in Korea. That a lot of people seem to go in to make money, but actually it's really difficult. And a lot of things you have to contend with, like the community that you are, you based your practice in, um, obviously your workers, um, your colleagues, your sombays um, who are successful. It's it's interesting and it's quite funny. Um, I'm on episode four or five, and they do this thing where it's the show is in a documentary format, but when they um, they flash back to his past. Um, because he was, he used to work in like a, a big hospital. He was an intern there, and in an, it seems to be um, like a disease ward, not disease ward, like a specialist ward. And, so, so like exotic diseases and what yeah. oh no no no, just just like you know, not I don't say special. I just said that he he worked. He he like um, I don't I haven't yet cottoned on on what the specialist his specialism was, but. He used to treat people who had really bad um, conditions. Um, and when they flash back to that, it's, it's like you're watching hospital playlists. 
So we go, it's, that's like, also like, this is serious. Like this, and it's often about people who, um, patients he treated who passed away, um, or like lessons he learned when he worked in a big hospital. But then it goes into present day and it's back into the mockumentary format, which I think is an interesting device. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it so far. It's, it's, it's good. Um, but I, w- I want to finish it before I can basically have like a concrete or solid opinion on it. But I'm liking it. I'm liking it so far. Rami it Ran is, is hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, and it's That's nice to why, see really. how... Yeah, it's good. And she's, she's great in it's it. It's nice she has a lead character. Mm, the lead character and because somewhat glamorous character. as well. Yeah, she's, a char- she's a strong character actress. Mm. And also, you know, did she, did you know she brought out a music video? Did she? Some, last time, sometime last year. But I don't know why I was, I don't know what I was flicking through. And I saw her, I think it was her, yes. She was had like a music video and then uh, other people are called, I think, Miran. I think Miran means something. There's a particular name. The name means something. Uh, and people that are called Miran or something like that. And do a sing. It was quite interesting. Okay. But yeah, I think for her and actually him, for those two actors, because most of them, they're both character actors. So having the opportunity to see them as lead characters for mm. me would be um would be so it is on my list it's one of those things that i'm gonna i keep saying i'm gonna start but i just i've not gotten around to it yeah yet. yeah understandable but it's pretty it's pretty good i would uh recommend trying it i'm still i've yet finished it myself okay do you... off streamers isn't it yeah it's off off streamers off streamers mm. streamers unfortunate because it's tv um right should we run through um the things that we've watched to we're currently watching together so, so in terms of forecasting love and weather, just your oh, initial, your initial uh, impressions, <laughs> which is the new drama with Park Min Young and Netflix son, as he's calling himself now, Su Kang. Um, hey, oh, listen, that man, that man is actualizing. Because if you watch Harry and Hungry, you've started watching Harry and Hungry. Yeah, I've started right? watching Harry and Hungry. You yeah. see that the one that is going to be Harry. That's a man that is forecasting his future. So listen, uh, forecast your future and collect that Netflix money. Uh, because all his dramas so far have been Netflix. Love Alarm, um, Sweet Home, um, Nevertheless, Neverella, and now Forecasting Love and Weather. So he is he is Netflix son. So yeah, what are your in, in initial impressions of the drama? I've only watched two so far. I haven't watched the two that have come out this week. I have only watched... There's only, so far, I've only seen one. I think the second one is coming out today. So, so I've only seen third, the third one. I mean, okay, um, the third mm. episode, not the fourth. Okay, okay. So love forecasting love and weather pissed me off. Like Why did the you first think... episode? The first episode of that bloody thing pissed me off. It was misogynistic. It was insulting. It was undermining. It was catastrophic in the way that I depicted this woman, this woman's character. Her colleague, that mom with the big ass mouth, went around running his goddamn mouth, saying that because she's about to get married, she cannot, she cannot think about her job. I was like, you fucking asshole, you undermining little shit. I hope that the weather fucks your braid out, you asshole. How dare you? How dare you undermine a woman's character by saying that because she's about to get married, she can't pay attention. I when she's actually doing her job and trying to do her job well. And then she know what pissed me off when the goddamn rain came at the end of the day. I was like, you bastards. You couldn't even give her the success of saying this is, you dare not come to me with this because I'm yeah. doing my job the way it needs to be done. Yeah. So that first episode turned me off. But I was like, this is our girl, what's her name? Pack Me Young. Her. I'm going to try and support her because when I watched them, um, I'll meet you when the sun, when the when the weather is fine, mm. when the weather is fine. Now, 
it wasn't it didn't have the same energy as all of the other shows we'd watch with her but i mm. really liked it because it was a very slow build mm. my issue but it was not insulting you yeah, that was, was not, definitely it was not, insulting. not insulting this feels like somebody is trying to bring a woman down and then build her back up with the man and i'm like yeah i like a nuna tail but i don't like a nuna tail that's undermining a nuna mm-hmm. that doesn't work for me so the first episode, I watched the second episode, which, you know, was mildly interesting because there was some violence, mm. which, you know, I don't mind. But also, I mean, I have to ask the question that how the fuck did this woman meet this man in her life? But I you see, know. the reason why it's probably triggering is because I can understand where she is. She's a woman in a powerful position, mm-hmm. the only woman in the powerful position yeah. in this organization, which is the Korean um, Meteorological Organization, KMO, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And... It must be difficult trying to battle imposter syndrome, trying to stand up against colleagues who potentially don't respect you because of your age or because of your gender. And then at the same time, you're having a relationship with somebody who turns out to be fucking utter douchebag. Douchebag. Oh, God. Douchebag! She only the sli- yeah that violence that she gave me was not enough. It wasn't enough violence. No, it wasn't but I enough. think there's going to be more violence. At, well, possibly not because they already did the violent thing, and I'm not sure if they kind of missed the arc of that violence. Because me, there's so much more I want to do with him and his wife that's going to hurt. Like, uh, oh God, I I, 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 I mean, for me, I agree with you. And for the second episode, if they hadn't given her. If they hadn't written that she basically tears that guy a new one, I would have dropped it because I was just like, "What the absolute fuck? Why well, should be?" Enough. It's still well, not it's enough, still not but enough. at least I was like, "Okay, I might, I will go to the third episode because I was ju- I was angry for the first episode. The second episode, I was like, "Okay, it's Park Me Young." I still don't like the way the second episode ended either. Oh, because for God. me, it felt it felt patronizing. It's like this continued feeling of being patronized by the whole process. Does that make sense? Mm, I understand. So there's I understand. this sense of, mm, I see what I think you're trying to do, but honestly, I'd just rather it just be her. Right now. Mm, mm. I see what I you think mean. They're trying to jump. I think I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to jump quickly into something so they can cause complications further down the line. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like I still have anger. I am watching that. I still have anger. I can't imagine being in this situation and not still having anger. I know, yeah. but I'm I'm gonna give it a fair shot. I mean, I'll give it a fair shot, and uh, what the third episode at some point today maybe, um, and see if I want to continue with it. Basically, but really, this is really for Park Min Young because this is her star vehicle. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I will check it out on Netflix, no less, and Netflix as well. So you know, um, okay. Uh, what about um, 39? 39 mm. with So Jin, Jin, Do, Kim Hyo, Kim, Kim Hee-jihun. And two of them I know very well. One of them I think I know, but I don't know that well. I know I've seen her in things. I went to check this because I know last time we talked about her, I was like, I'm sure she was in Romance as a bonus book. She is. She is, but she has a brief part. She's one of the people that um, that comes to the party at the end that basically let's slip that um the main character um the main character basically was not it um you know was previously worked in um advertising or whatever it was back then that's why i was like i've seen her face before because i'd watched romance of the bones but we watched it recently during the pandemic but yeah she doesn't she's not like um 
I haven't seen anything yeah. else. So, so she's more of a theater actor or so. Something like that. Yeah, but mm. um, okay. I, my surprise was, uh, it, what's his name? Uh, Yoon Won Jin, Marriage Not Dating, Divorce Lawyer in Love, Introverted Boss, <laughs> Judge versus Judge. I was like, I haven't seen you in ages. Um, and I think Sorry, I was. Do you remember Which one was that? Which one the the guy is is it is it the one that's the, know, the guy that's trying, trying to, the, yeah the one that's trying to oh toast. yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah no he was yeah he was because, interesting to see. yeah because I haven't seen him in ages and the last mm-hmm. time I saw him I remember this I was watching his drama I want I want to hear your song two years ago in my at work during because I used to watch K drama during my lunchtime on my iPad I remember going I really didn't like this drama and I like this mm-hmm. actor but your drama is, sucks that's the last drama I saw him in. So when he popped up in this, I was like, hold up, it's him. And he's mm. gotten skinnier. Um, but it was a delight. I was like, oh. They've all got some skinnier. In fact, some of them have got some plastic surgery, ghost doctor. Um, mm. <laughs> but what, uh, It's a good what, one. It's a good one, but still. Yeah. But my overall mm, just anyway, initial thoughts nice. of it, because I at least started watching it last night, um, is that I like it. I like the... Um, what do they call it? They call it cismas. I like the cismas of it all. Um, close friends who seem to have grown up together. And also I like the... Um, I love the relationship between the two sisters. Um, I think it's really sweet and kind of heartwarming. Um, her adopted um, family and her and everything. Um, I've only watched one and a half episodes because I fell asleep during the second one because it was quite late and I was really tired. So I haven't completed it yet. But uh, I did find it very interesting that, um, you know, Wujin's character goes to Sohejun and is like, yeah, because she gave him some pe- uh, peonies. And peonies. Peonies. Yeah. And he's still talking about those that have not watched it because it does have like an interesting arc in it, doesn't it? Mm, it so, yeah. It, it does. Okay, actually, let me not say that. But mm. so far, um, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm game to watch it and everything. Um, I don't want to say details of it because I think it was well, so far it's about three friends and um, one of them is going to be going on sabbatical for a year in America to play golf. <laughs> and it seems that something happens before the year end. Um, and I think this is just events to what, ha- what to lead, lead up to that specific event. But um, so far it so good. It is very heartwarming. You're right. I think the relationship between the three women is very strong and it's a it's reminiscent i can imagine if you've had friends of 20 years odd years growing up together having Mm. these sort of relationships where you're in each other's houses and in each other's things um and yes the and what i find interesting is the way that they introduce romance very quickly i mean they're not waiting on the introduction of the romance romance is like episode one they're already seeing yeah you know some interesting things that are coming up on the romantic scale Mm. and um i like it's it's interesting because one of the character is in a relationship of some sort yeah and i am so curious like i am so curious as to how I, I mean I know how you all met, but how did you all get to where we are now? I know. I think that goes slowly good to, to reveal that. Yeah, I think that is the that is I think a strong arc in the story. Mm. That's going to be revealed to us as the um as the show continues. Mm. But it is a very hard one. And also because listen, I'm thirty nine. I can um relate to some of the things that are being discussed in that show. So 
there's a sense of it's almost like you're making a show for me at my age but for south korean women possibly <laughs> so it'd be good to see if we have similar experiences mm. so yeah yeah it's definitely one i'm keeping on and just finally to cry at some point in this show oh yeah for sure <laughs> that's a given um okay and just the last one just in terms of time um 21 25 um, I've only watched 15 minutes of this. <laughs> it's, you know, the continue watching on, it's like on there because I haven't, I didn't complete it. Um, so I'm, the only thing I'll say so far, I haven't actually even got to the part where Nam Hyuk comes up. Um, but I agree with what you said earlier that it reminds me of a reply, like a reply copy kind of yeah a knockoff reply the best thing so far i'm seeing is kim terry because i'm like okay she plays a little girl a a student quite well (laughs) you know um i think she's a fabulous actress so she's actually one of the main reasons why i'm watching this um Kim Terry from Housemaid, um, Handmaiden and Space Sweepers and stuff Nam Jo Hyuk i haven't seen him come in yet so you know after the pile of bullshit that was startup i'm not you know i'm hoping <laughs> that this is a better vehicle for him um but i need to watch it so i think i'm just gonna hold my peace on that till i actually watch it and then i will give a better opinion but it's I think in the like current pile watched, i think i watched 30 minutes of it yeah and well we'll see right we'll see i've seen we'll the see. boy arrive but honestly i think he's just trying to make as much money as he can before he goes to the army because well, i Good just for see him. a baby but he has like i think he, if he, he depends on how he chooses to ship it i think he has up still about what four years four years before he goes to the army i think it's about 25 26 or something like yeah he still has some time before, and yeah. and i'm gonna say because i actually i think i'm guilty i'm guilty of because i really just despise his character in startup so i think i, I should not that is not nam Hyuk. i think as a person he chooses very interesting projects because I think, because mm. he could just have just go for the, you know, I'm the pretty boy, pretty boy male lead, second, second male lead guy mm. after he did weightlifting. But he's chosen like a variety of stuff, including that really we- delightfully nurse weird one. Nurse Files one. Um, and, you know, and also that drama about, oh God, that thing he was in, uh, the one about the woman, the old woman who goes back to, she thinks she's going back to the past, but it's actually, she has... Um, um she she has alzheimer's yeah she has alzheimer's that show where he plays her husband in it so he's chosen really interesting stuff so i think as an actor he's an interesting you know watch but i just i i think startup really burned me so bad i was like because <laughs> i refuse i mean i watched up to episode 15 i refused to watch episode 16 that's how bad it was um but i'm going to complete the show and then we'll see remember mm. i will continue i'm not sure i want to complete it i think i want to watch the first two maybe four episodes and then i'll see i'm not sure so far i don't think it's like going to be one of the end an ender for me oh well, no, i mean I complete like because i've watched 15 minutes that's <laughs> so. what I mean, no. no but i think that for this actor mm. and i will use an act i would call him an actor because he has grown a lot mm, from he has. his original start and I think he's somebody who's willing to take chances. For sure. And I really find that commendable about him as his, mm. as, as his acting career has grown. So I'd be excited to see what it is that he brings to the table mm. um, as he continues to grow as an actor. I'm not sure I'm going to say I'm going to fully support his career because, truth be told, you know, shit is shit. I'm, I don't have time. I don't have energy. 
But I am curious to see what else he comes out with. I will always give it a chance, I think, with him. Mm. I'll always give it a chance and then, yeah, go on from there. Okay, um, so let's go on to the shows that... W- oh, yeah, sorry, there's Love is Blind Japan. Do you want to say something briefly about it? Um, it's the same Love is Blind format, but in Japan, and they're just as messed up as everybody else. Pretty much. <laughs> That's about it. They're just as messed up as everybody else. From the ones that don't tell you their secret, they don't tell you the truth or their secrets in the pod, the ones that change won't come out of the pod, to the ones that are just a bunch of fucking psychos. I know. Same, same crap, different country, basically. Same, yeah. So it just tells you that the whole world is messed up. Exactly. Um, I mean, I think we can have like a proper uh, dissection of this when it's completed, but mm-hmm. I called my, I texted, first of all, I texted my friend who's in, uh, who lives in Tokyo, Fukiko, to ask her, that, okay, from one, I need to know if you're watching this. <laughs> Number two, I have questions. And she is watching it. She told me that it was kind of like, it was like kind of popular in well, at least in Tokyo, she said. Um, and I asked her some questions just because there were little, there were some things I thought that were lost in translation, which I wanted to understand um, and stuff I'd heard about. And I just wanted to confirm. And one of them was the fact that, um, you know, that Midori, not Midori, uh, Minori, the, the, the Japanese lady with the Korean um, descent that um, ended up with Mori, Mori. Well, yeah. the one that's a singer. No, 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 no. The one that, um, the one that is with the guy that is the plastic surgeon, not plastic surgeon, dermatologist or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, you know he keeps saying that oh you talk very rough or you're quite mm-hmm. you know, anywhere rough and all that, and uh, she's quite she's very direct, abrasive, abrasive. And I wanted to ask that is it because of she is actually um, she actually says what she means or she says what she's thinking, and that's considered rude. And because I'd heard from somebody else online. Um, or Chris Broad and was saying that one thing about Japanese people is that they don't like to say things directly. Like for instance, if especially if it's negative. So if you say if because he gave the example of a colleague of his, his dog passed away and he was like, oh, your dog passed away, and then the guy was like, oh, did it? That I know, did it? Did it pass away? And that they never say things like confirm that oh, this has happened. And go, oh, do you, the room is hot. Oh, is it? Is it hot? Um, and so I, I asked her that, oh, is that why she's seen as just being quite direct and saying the way she talks is a bit rough and stuff? And she was like, yeah, but basically that when that she said, if I notice that when people say, if people say anything disparaging about each other, they always laugh. And I found that, um, is it Anayo said that, did that a lot that, oh, I think, blah, blah. <laughs> and I just, I just found that a very interesting type of culture because this is the third, I think this is the third, uh, um, you know, type a version of Love is Blind that we've watched, you know, between the US one, the Brazil one, and the Japanese one. And it's just very interesting how the women, especially, um, how the women behave towards the men and what is seen as rude or what is seen as abrasive and basically this character traits that it seems that um, Japanese people have. So yeah, I talked to her a little bit about it and I'm looking forward to finishing it. I think it finishes, I think, next week or something. So I think I'll have we can have a proper talk about it then. But so far, so good. I'll say the production um, costs are well spent. 
I think the bridge where they meet with the wisteria and everything was very pretty compared to mm. Love's Bunny, where so it's like, yeah, you, here's a door. <laughs> That's the other guy, hello. Um, but, you know, in Love's Bunny, uh, Japan, you go on a bridge, you meet over this, like, even a little small body of water, you meet under the wisteria petals. It's really cute. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing that. Mm. So mm. I think for me, it's interesting. I mean, for one thing, their rings are tiny. The, the oh lord tiny. the second thing is the apartments are tiny like a whole ceo of industry has mm-hmm. an apartment that is like the size of my kitchen and my sister room put together it's insane and i'm like how can you be that rich and have such a tiny sorry i know it sounds it's very misled it's already um, it's not it's the truth it's very it's very what's the word uh, grasping maybe to say that but it's like i'm sorry why would you live in a space that's that tiny just because you're living in tokyo listen you can live just outside tokyo and get a lot more space. And why would you do that to yourself? Because, yeah, me, I don't understand the psychology of it. But mm. then, yeah, I'm the same person who left London to come to Birmingham because I, again, <laughs> I don't understand that psychology. Listen, everything you've said is absolutely correct. Um, do, I think I'm, I'm more used to the perceptions because, of course, coming from the Nigerian culture, there's also that sign. Yes, you are, even though people will say speak your mind, there's also the sense that as a woman, you're meant to be demure and be more... Um, hospitable to men's ideas more so than even your own ideas. So I think that was interesting, but not particularly shocking. Mm. I think I was a bit more interested in the people of Korean descent who are who are also of other cultures. Mm, mm. And I thought and it was interesting. They bonded on that. Yeah. Um, not just the Korean Japanese mm. um, couple, but the. I think she's Indian Japanese. Or yeah, Priya. Yeah. And then I think you could tell me she's a former Miss Japan. Is she? Yeah, that Miss Japan, twenty seventeen. Yeah, she I looks was very like... tall and glamorous and things. Which would probably explain why some people, when they saw her, would have been, "Oh my God, yeah, she's cute." Mm. And let's date her. Ah, yes, I remember. She would have been because I remember there was a time there was some there was a lot of controversy around the fact that um she was not full Japanese. Oh, okay. Japan. I, yes, they, she was. Yes, I remember because we were talking about the fact. I remember at the time they're like, "Oh, this is this shows the multicultural face of Japan." Oh, I don't remember so, what she was, yeah. so but I yeah, that. I was surprised. She has the skin Which line apparently, like a, oh. uh, it's, yeah, because she has the skin line as well. And then she told me she's done this TED talk, oh. um, that is online. And I was like, that she's quite popular, yeah. and I was like, okay, I, I mean. It checks I think out. It also explains a lot as well. Because mm. I was, I was an entrepreneur, is she? Mm. And also, there was this whole talk about how she lost everything recently. Mm. And I'm curious, at the, now I'm actually more curious as to what happened. Like, her story seems more interesting to me as a singular person. And I mm. think all of Love is Blind. And then, you know, so yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to be fascinating to see who ends up on the um, altar. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Because uh, as of right now, most I of them have dropped each other. Yeah, I only think there's one couple that's going to end up there, but I'm not going to spoil two. it. Do I you think, think two. two? Maybe two. I think one. I, I think mean, one. I'd really like I to think get Rod- to the altar. Mm-hmm. Don't tell people the internet they're watching their stuff. And it's oh, okay, it's true. It's going to be joy, but... I think yeah, one. But I think one of them I'd really like. The other one I think might be a... We have to because we have to. Okay, I think I know who you mean. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's that. That's, that's that. Blind, okay, let's 
fly through uh, the cases, the sh- cases. I'm thinking about work. The shows that we've watched, basically, the shows that we completed. Um, there are a couple that we've watched together. So, do you want to quickly go through the the other ones apart from the ones we watched together? I don't remember the ones that we watched together. So, so Wrinkle wants I, to if try. I say the name. Okay. Oh yeah. So if I say the name, just something to stop them. Watch that together. There we can say. No worries. Okay, so let me start that. Would you like a cup of coffee? Slice of life. Seven over ten. Really, actually liked it because it was it, as usual with slice of life things. It dives into one subject matter. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was coffee. The brewing of coffee. The you know everything to do with owning a coffee bar. Mm-hmm. So really, really like it. I one of the things I said was it has a very K YouTube aesthetic. Mm. You know, the way that it's filmed and the way that it's presented. Um, com- Pumpkin Time, that for me ended up being like a 4 over 10. It's a um, K-drama about a, a young boy who's friends with this other young boy. He travels, leaves the country. When he comes back, The young his young male friend has become a woman. He's become a girl. And he looks at how their relationship sort of evolved. And it was really disappointing. And the reason he got a 4 over 10 is because this could have really been a really, really good LGBTQIA plus, you know, show but nah it wasn't he ended up i think they ended up messing themselves up and i also think to me a way it was so a bit backwards he ended up i think putting that conversation a bit backwards in south korea personally but then that's me um slum, love designer c drama um <coughs> six over ten starring uh, oh god, I've gotten her name now. That that girl, very popular from Uyghur descent. Uh, uh, what's her name again? Yeah, her. So that was. I don't remember. So, da da da. I'm just hearing the rhythm of her name. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. You continue. Check that one out. Anyway, so C drama about um, you know, I know you all know I don't watch C dramas at the moment because I am. Triggered by Dariba Del Yeah, Dilraba Del Yeah, Del Yes. So, so um, because a lot of things are going on in China and not necessarily because of sea dramas themselves. Um, but I watched this based on a recommendation of a guest that came to the show last year, towards the end of last year. It wasn't bad. It's about a fashion designer and the owner of an e-commerce fashion company and their relationship together. Um, now, after I watched it, well, I think not after I watched it, probably sometime in the middle of it, I went to go and do some research on the main male lead, Johnny Huang, mm-hmm. and he's a very problematic character. You know, I, like I said, I don't watch C-dramas, but even finding out about him while I was watching the show didn't make me like him any better, and yeah, very problematic. But, um, yeah, I gave it a 6 over 10 because generally the show is good. It's a good deep dive into at least what the Chinese culture looks like in the fashion industry. And also the relationship with the friends, the second male lead were kind of interesting. Even though the second male lead female character was so annoying. But anyway, that's all of that. Um, so, My Beautiful Man, did you watch, did you watch that? Did you My watch that? Beautiful... No, no, no. That's the okay. BL one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's a, a J-drama, it's a BL drama about these two guys who meet up in school, a slight obsessive relationship that's developed between one of them. It's kind of problematic. Okay. Because it's kind of creepy in the obsessive, the way they depicted an obsessive love relationship and there were some elements of emotional abuse that really made me uncomfortable oh yeah um but yeah three over ten for what it's worth okay um perfect world i'm trying to remember ah yes yeah, so perfect this is an interesting one. it's actually on vk is it vk yes is it 
no, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's a dream drama that looks at love and discrimination of people who are disabled. Okay. Um, how they what that's faced in Japan. Actually, it's out of ten. Okay. Um, because um, the musical score was dire. Then I give it a seven over ten because the musical score was just shit. Wow. But overall, I mean, it's basically about um, a guy who is in a wheelchair who meets um, his ex schoolmate. Before, obviously, when he was in high school, the way he's depicted as a basketball player, he's very active and energetic. Mm. And this girl was in love with him. Um, as an older person, he has an accident which puts him in a wheelchair. Mm. And he looks at the challenges he faces as someone in a wheelchair moving around mm. Japan. Um, it talks about very real things about the fact that because he's um he's lost feelings from his waist down, so things like the fact that he has to always have the color have things like colostomy bag, go to the toilet because sometimes he doesn't know when he has you know wet himself or when he has you know pulled himself. And this girl whose love for him, she says that listen, I love you, I don't love you, I don't your disability doesn't affect me, and then how her family and everybody reacts to this supposedly. Well, this able-bodied person dating a disabled person and the fact that they're saying that her life is going to be ruined and complexities that come around, you know, having mm. children. Mm. It is, it's a very well-done show. Like, it's really well done. It Because mm. it even goes into, because he's an architect, it goes into how he goes about, how he's now changed his view about designing buildings and why he even became an architect. So, very well done, okay. um, very well done show. Um, if you have the opportunity to watch it, watch it. Hungry and Hairy. Do you want me to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that? No, no, you go talk. I'm finished, so. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, Hurry and Hairy styles Rain, and I actually want to go and get this guy's name just so I can pronounce it Hong Chul. Mm. Um, and basically, he's this guy. So, uh, he seems to be a bit of a cult figure in Korea. Mm. He was, since BTS mentioned him in a video that they were in, he was in mm. a video with um, Sai, mm. lots of things there. Um, and basically, it's about them going around Korea on a motorbike and um, eating food. Um, I give it a 5 over 10. It's amusing, but also slightly irritating. It's a good thing to watch when you want to be distracted and you don't need to pay attention to everything they're doing. I mean, the best part for me was looking at different foods that they find across the different parts of Korea mm. and seeing the scenery from different parts of Korea. It's also interesting to see the relationship between both of them, so that's Rain and Hong Cho, because um, it's, they seem to have um, quite different personalities. Mm. But what you end up finding out is that Hong Cho is actually like a, like a, kind of like a rich, rich boy. <laughs> and Rain is a he's he's not a rich boy. Rain is not a rich boy. From what I'm finding out in this show, but Hong Cho, it seems like it was like a I think it was a proper middle class boy, probably going up to upper middle class. So yeah, so that was an interesting one, discovery wise. Um, Singles Inferno. I think we didn't talk about it, but we did watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave it a seven over ten. As I said, good, clean, healthy, and stupid. Basically, like yeah. life. Good, clean, fun, and, I say. Uh, Mm. Yeah, and bottom line is, yeah, there's been some drama after, after that. But you know something? I actually don't care about the drama because I find the drama really cool as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Love and Lishi, should we talk about that together? Uh, Marinka wants to try talk about that together. Fishbowl Wives, talk about that together, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So Anything you've watched that I've not reached listed then? Um, yeah, so I early in December, not December, in January, basically after Christmas, when I was still on holiday, I watched a myriad of stuff. Uh, one of them was old, um, Adult Training, which is a TV show. Um, it's basically an anthology series um so it had three stories that tells the tale of these hormonal teenagers as their bodies mature so it's kind of like they are training for adulthood in terms of 
discovering their sexuality and all that. It's why it's called adult trainee. Um, the first story was the first two episodes about a, a boy uh, who who is addicted to masturbation <laughs> um, and is basically I was trying to set himself um, trying to basically set, set this record of not masturbating because it was a particular girl he liked and it was like he read some stuff online I'm actually I'm not going into the plots but they say he's addicted to masturbation and the second story which is the best story is about um, a girl this, this girl who's very conservative and her conservativeness leads her to break up with her boyfriend so she tries to get back at him by entering a false uh, well a fake dating relationship with her best friend um you know and uh basically tries to depict that oh she's now quite risque um but it's kind of like a friends to lover story which i know you absolutely hate because if you just go how can the boy and the girl be friends <laughs> it's it's fraud but yes it's quite a sweet you story it, it's quite it's, it's my favorite trope um it's quite a sweet story and the leads have so much chemistry with each other um apps it's I was actually like, who are these actors? They're fantastic together. And the last story is about um, an overweight girl who's never had a boyfriend before. And this guy comes into the picture and she's she basically has her first crush and it seems that this guy likes her as well. Um, I didn't like that story uh, for a lot of reasons. And I'll just put a spoiler here if you are good to watch the show. Actually... I don't know if you're interested in watching it, Wendy. It seems interesting. Okay, so I'm not going to say so. I'm not going to say anything on that then. But I really, I, I, what I liked about this whole the series was that it was something different. And this is why I anything if I see anything from TV and any of the cable networks, I actually watch it because their approach to K dramas is just really. It's just fresh because I'm like, okay, this is an interesting concept. Um, I would not see this on NBC or C- uh, SBS. Um, so yeah, I'll give it really. Um, I'll adult give it a trainee s- or training. Adult trainee. I'll, trainee. Yeah, trainee. I'll give it all actually a seven out of ten. Um, even though I liked really one story, but I'll give it a seven out of ten because I for watchability because I did watch the whole thing. Though the first story is a bit. Mm. Okay, then the other thing I watched again was this J-drama called 16 Minutes Love Affair. Um, it's also an anthology series as well. Each story is about um, the 30 minutes before a couple has sex. So the events that lead to them having sex. And it's, as a J, you know, being a J-drama, it's a very, like, really diverse, <laughs> um, diverse cast of couples. Uh, situations um there is the there's one that is really sweet about this older older um older couple who are who are friends have been gone through real of shit divorce and stuff and they have this really contemplative um story and the way it ends and the way it treats that um topic of you know of intimacy is very quite interesting um there's your standard or you know couple who are just um couple, uh, couple who are about to have their first time there's the sister who's cheating her boy her, her sister's uh, her sister's boyfriend they're interesting story i think they're about 12 or 13 episodes or something like that some are a bit hit and miss but it's an interesting topic and an interesting premise and you're always like okay what's the story that's good to get to 
how these two are going to, you know, have sex or whatever. But that's on Vicky, 60 Minutes Love Affair. Um, then I also watched, I rewatched Come and Hug Me with Jang Ki Hyung and Jin Kong Ji Kin Hoo. Um, the reason was because I just couldn't believe that. How does this guy have, does this guy have chemistry? I've forgotten how good he is as an actor. Um, cause I, that was his first drama I watched to come and hug me. So I rewatched that cause I heard it was going off Netflix. Um, and it's stands, it's such a great drama. He's fantastic in it. I can see why he got the offers he got off the back of that drama and why he is now a main lead. Um, it's such a good drama. <laughs> uh, I think I it's something I think I'll rewatch every year because <laughs> I quite enjoyed watching it again. Um, it was just interesting seeing all the people that are in it now then that will become big now as well. So yeah, come and hug me. It was a great watch. Um, I then also watched uh, two two C dramas, um, Unforgettable Love. Uh, with Miles Way, who is in Perfect and Casual, and I watched also, what's the other one called? Once We Get Married. Unforgettable Love has this really cute little kid in it, um, and it was a really good drama. It was one of, uh, it's one of these really, what do they call them? Like really light Korean, um, sorry, Korean Chinese dramas that they do, um, and it was just about a guy who has a kid, and then um, his kid has learning difficulties, um, refuses to speak due to some trauma, and this doc falls in love with this female doctor who helps the kid and eventually helps him with his trauma. Uh, and, you know, it's just that whole same thing. You can obviously write this, you know, yourself. It's, the story has been told over and over again, but I found it quite sweet and I was in the mood for something light. Um, so I watched that, and once we get married, is just about this Chable who uh, enters a fake dating contract with this woman and ends up falling in love with her. That's it. <laughs> but it's delightful. He, the actor, I don't know his name, but he's really a really great actor uh, in terms of he really sold it. <laughs> in terms of when he was in love, he really sold that shit. He has a lot of chemistry with his... Um, with his uh with the actress that he was acting with it was a really good show and the last thing i saw which was also a rewatch was nine to five this was one of the first j dramas i saw um which had the lady from pretty proofreader in it um because i remember watching pretty proofreader because of she was in this drama and i really loved it at the time nine to five and i was like oh i need to watch it again because i remember really liking it um, and then when I watched the first two episodes, I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> Did I really love this? Because this is giving me some misogynistic vibes. <laughs> and then I completed it. I was like, ah, okay, actually, yeah, it's, it's still good. It's still good. I really enjoyed it. It basically is a Japanese anime in a drama. I wish they did more dramas like this. It was hilarious. And if I was ever going to recommend a J-drama to my family, I think this would be the one I would recommend. It's very silly. Um, it's just about a monk who is looking for a wife. <laughs> and he meets this English teacher who, and he basically, um, English teacher who they were, uh, they had a blind date um, with each other. And he basically goes, was like, yes, I'm going to marry you. And she's like, no, <laughs> I'm going to New York to teach English. Um, but so it's what happens after that. But I really, really, really enjoyed that drama. It's called Nine to Five, or I think G Kara G Made. I think it's also called as well. But those are the other dramas I've watched apart from 
the ones we're going to talk about. So the ones that we work together. Wrinkle wants to try, which is a Japanese drama. Wendy, mm. thoughts? <laughs> so Wrinkle wants to try is about a um, wedding planner who is gotten to 27 years old. Um, she is a very, you know, she's a hardworking professional, excellent mm. um, wedding planner who has the um, admiration of all those who work with her. Mm-hmm. Her only problem is she's never had sex. She's a virgin. Mm. And that is a huge deal because she's this guy that she kind of met, that she kind of likes, but she's thinking, oh, yes, you know, all the girls around her are getting down and dirty and she wants to be able to get down and dirty with them without this thing hanging over her head. Um, in in the office that she works with is another part, another department, the sales department, and in there is a good-looking, dapper gentleman. We are mm-hmm. told who all the girls have a crush on. Yep, and um, they obviously don't like each other because this is one of the troops of enemies to, to lovers. lovers. It, it literally, yeah, metaphorically, actually, <laughs> and um, yeah. So, turns out that dude boy also is not getting any action or has never gotten any action, according to his bar friend. But you know something? I watched that. When I watched it, he was like, somebody's lied to me. <laughs> yeah, I know they did the after episode where they did the, the inner workings of the man's mind, but I'm yeah. very sorry. There was something very suspect about all of that. <laughs> so, something you know, very the suspect. Two people, the two people get together, you know, they knock boots. And, you know, Rinko wants to try, and then Rinko wanna wanna, and then Rinko gets it all the way. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a great summarization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, same. It was... Look, it was visual chewing gum. It was okay. I wasn't thinking too deeply about it. As I told you, I think I said I was watching... I had it, like, playing, and I was doing something else, and I would occasionally look, but I would still catch the flow of the story and what was going on. Um, it's not as shattering, but it's just a nice, I guess, mm-hmm. light drama, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give it four over ten. I would give it the same. <laughs> four over no, ten. No. Yeah. I mean, it's... That was dramas. God. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to say, I swear to God, that boy has, has had practice. But again, that's just... Uh, okay. <laughs> just saying. He does not look... He even, yes, they went through his inner workings and things, but... The dude did not look as though it was his first time. Okay. Or his, second, or his third time. But then again, that's just me. What do I know? Okay. You um, want to go to Fishbowl Wives? A lot of, by the way, we watch Fishbowl a lot of J Wives. drama and C drama. Yeah. Um, so Fishbowl, Fishbowl Wives is mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yes, it is. And I think I was talking to you when I was going through Netflix and I found it. I was like, oh, how come I've not seen this one? Mm-hmm. So watched it. I was able to actually watch it in the space of two two days. Mm. Um, so fish-wise, when I first saw the premise, I kind of thought, is this like penthouse <laughs> slash, you know, slash penthouse cheating? Penthouse. I have no idea what it, I, I have no idea what it's about. But it was like, yeah, okay. So the idea is that all these rich women who live in this very tall building in Japan all have a revelation um, that has to do with um, goldfishes, interestingly enough. Yeah. However, they are all considered fishbowl-wise because the fish, goldfishes and fishbowl creates a turning point in all of their lives. I think there are eight stories altogether. Mm. Eight, yeah. One of them is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. The Headache Wife is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically starts with one main character. Her name is Sakura. Mm-hmm. And she is the wife of a... Now, you see, I want to say she's the wife of a hairdresser. 
but it's not like those square square hairdressers that I see side of the road. These are like proper. I know they they built themselves up. They're industry. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. industry guys, and they live on like the forty fifth floor, which is way high. And we're introduced to her as she's having her birthday party, mm-hmm. and we see <laughs> the scene actually starts with that with somebody going at it. Like oh yeah, going at it. Yeah. I watch a lot of sex things actually. Going at it yes, on yes. the screen, <laughs> and you know we t- it's fine. We turn it turns out we find out that you know he's actually the person who's going at it is um sakura's husband, husband. and he's not going at it with her <laughs> someone he's else at it with someone else and um basically follows the their relationship and what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but what turns out with the consequent breakup of their relationship how that affects everybody all the women in the building yep um and it was very interesting because the show starts with the fact that they said all it's only people over the over the 14th floor i think were invited yes. to these to this gathering. Mm. So if you're on the 14th floor and below, you're not sorry, 13th floor and below, yeah. you will not be invited because you are too low spec for them. Exactly. Kind of happiness actually. When I, I, saw that. I imagine the other Chinese show we watched. Do you remember the one with the three women and they all lived in the high yes, rises? Yes, yes, that was an interesting one as well. Mm, yeah. yeah. So yes, I think was it 30s or something like yeah, that? Something like that. 30s, yeah, 30s. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So yeah. So it was very interesting. So it, it it moves on and it looks at the way that different women's lives are affected. So the Sakura, who is the hairdresser's wife, who oddly enough is actually not just the hairdresser's wife, even though that's a very yes. of our relationship. She She's is the driving the force, backbone, yeah, of the business. And um, when the relationship deteriorates, you see lots of things that happen on the back of that. Mm-hmm. Then we move to the woman who wants to have a baby. She's in a sexless marriage. She wants to have a baby with yeah. her husband, but it's a sexless marriage. Yeah. And she falls into things with somebody else. <sighs> then we move into the one who yes, so. um, whose husband has a kink. Yeah, that kink, that, is that kink is wow. He likes other men. Is, um, he he wants it to make a move on his, his wife. wife. That gets him hot and heavy. And um, on the back of that, he invites his young colleague home. I mean, the boy they said young colleague. I already knew that that was Ed game, but you know, hey, hey exactly. Like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. you don't think this is dangerous? All Problematic. Right. Cool. cool. And then cool. we go to the couple who she used to run, but now she's like an alcoholic. Yes. And um, we look at the story of their life. That was very heart wrenching, actually. Mm. Yeah. I, could, I could see what happened, but also I was like, babes, just leave. Like, just leave or say something, please. Like, I agree. Honestly. So there was the running couple. Then we moved to the headache wife, which is the two-parter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the two-parter. This is an interesting one. This, this is meant to be supposedly very pious woman in the building. Every time she hears the word infidelity, she gets a migraine. Mm-hmm. And this woman got into some Ooh. interesting thing. Girl, we buck wild. Uh, we buck wild. So that's a two-parter. <sighs> and then we go to the renovation wife. Oh, with the scar. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything. Oh, I will take that out. <laughs> you should. Mm. So we went to the res- renovation wife. And, um, well, you know, the thing is, I didn't plan on liking the renovation wife. Me neither. Lots of things that happened. <laughs> but I could see. But again, there's this whole thing. I, I think maybe it's part of what we talked about earlier about the Japanese culture. About people not saying things. Where me, Atioko, Atiyao, <laughs> backhand, both of them, both the husband 
and the mother-in-law backhand. I would just have pa, 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 all of them. But then again, this is me. And I also, I, you know me, I, I talk big. My mouth goes like that. But when it comes down to it, I just look at you and then just leave. I just go. So, <laughs> that's my life. Oh, yeah. I'm ministry. Yeah. So, um... So there's that, and then of course we also look back to Sakura's story. Yes, and through all of this, we is this Sakura's story. Yeah, she's the underlying the, threat. Threat, exactly. Mm. So it also we also get a, a a resolution on Sakura's story. I mean, for me, I gave it a seven over ten. You did. I gave okay. it a seven over ten because I didn't feel there were lots of things I felt. The the show overall, I think, is very very good. And mm. dang, those guys know how to portray sex scenes. I'm like, wow! Guys are, I was like, I mean, I, Japanese, but in Japan now. But it's also, but it's also a fifteen. It's like just a fifteen. It's not like it doesn't have like an eighteen rating or anything. Like it's a fifteen show. I think. I think it's is a it fifteen. I know. I think it's a fifteen show. Mm. But I was like, oh my god, I'm 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 seeing a lot of things. Like it was nothing a nasty or kinky or anything. But it's just a, a lot, lot of buddies. There were a lot, a lot. of buddies there like, writhing and things. <laughs> Which that's a, this we sound like such a bunch of old women. No, it's, it's, anyway. it, it, we just don't see every day, every time. We, it's not something every you see drama. All, every drama we watch. So exactly, and in fact, a lot of dramas we watch are pretty conservative. Where they even kiss, you're like giggling behind our hands. Yeah, so to have that is like a big deal. Anyway, so yeah, so I gave it a seven over ten. I think, um, and I think you know why I give it a seven over ten. I think I know. Why. What do you think? Yeah, I I look everything you say. Tick 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 tick. Um, I wasn't sure if you were going to... I mean, I knew you would be interested in watching it, but I wasn't sure if you were going to like it because of the end and also because I just thought I didn't... I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if all the women still... If you, if you would like it, but I knew you I, You should check it out. Um, the renovation story, that one, I have to say, because I didn't like that character and I was... I, surpri- I was not I was surprised, but... I really, really quite felt for her. It was and a good story. It was a it good was a story. story. And I think yeah. it shows a lot the um, spectrum of a human's personality in terms of they might do something here and you could judge them on that. But it really brings home that you do not know what's going on behind closed doors thing. I mean, I still think there's no excuse for what she did because she did hurt someone else. But I could see the mechanisms well, behind it. Technically, they all hurt somebody else. All, yeah, they all hurt. They all hurt each other. Else. It's yeah. true, mm. but it's it, it was. I that was that one kind of hit home. Not hit home, but it made me go, okay, that's a really well the issue about told tattoo story. Culture as well was quite interesting, wasn't it? Were, Sorry, oh, tattoo. Yes, I mean, it, it's stuff I'd heard before, and I've from the mm. J bloggers and stuff. But yeah. it's interesting seeing it being you know depicted in a drama, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I did think that wow. I, I wonder how much it would be to get those that heavy duty foundation and just that must be expensive. Um, but yeah, I did think about that. Uh, because it's sort of things used on corpses. I know. I know. Skin tone, I know. Right? I know. Mm. Um, and yes, I. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, well, but, but I will say one thing. So at the end of it, there's a two year later. It's almost like two year later. Yeah. And there's some things they showed me two years later. I was like, some men are stupid. Mm-hmm. Some men are stupid. Mm-hmm. Hey, some men do not deserve to be married. Mm-hmm. Because if two years later, this is happening. And then the last one is love unleashes. We have so much other sex related things. We have. Let's talk about love unleashes. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw love unleashes, I was like, I'm going to watch that. 
when I saw the when I saw it was coming yeah, out, yeah, I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm gonna watch that because that just seems, you know, I mean, see her. I'm like, okay. I didn't like her last drama, but she seems to have this deal with Netflix now. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I'll see what's going on. And also the. I was like, how are they going to handle BDSM? <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in for the ride. Um, but what did you actually think of the drama? Oh, sorry, the movie. Okay. So, Love and Live She's is a movie that's on Netflix and it follows two colleagues who decide to go into a BDSM relationship. For those that don't know, BDSM is um, bondage, um, domination, sadomasochism. Mm-hmm. So, it's a sexual kink, one yeah. could say. That involves one person who is more dominant in the relationship and the other person who is more submissive in the relationship. Yeah. So um, we are introduced to these two characters in an office space. The woman is brought across as being somewhat unemotional and very strong-willed, I think would be the good word for it. Um, and she gets a new boss who joins the office that she's in. And by mistake, a package for the new boss ends up with her. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. On the back of that, they get into this BDSM relationship and um, the girl needs to learn what it means to be a dominant master in the relationship. And the guy who has never had a master before has to be able to understand, you know, he's already quite submissive, but how to work in this sort of relationship. As you can imagine, a lot of hilarity ensues. We The way this is depicted is it's kind of pretty. It's like pretty BDSM, BDSM. Mm. I mean, we're not going, nobody's going hard. Nobody's going hard on this because mm. it is still a key drama. It is still on Netflix. So we're not going like, we're not going into proper scar play. We're not going into extreme parts of BDSM. But it is quite, I think, for those who are not, you know, gotten, who don't know much about this part, this sexual uh, subculture, it might be quite shocking to see some of the things that are done. You know, what's mm. about, there's use of whips, there's use of candles, a lot of other things. There's animal play as well. So, and why animal play, I don't know anybody's messing around with animals. I'm yeah. Behaving like animals. animals dogs, there. particularly. And we're not going, yeah, we're not going to bestiality here. We're just mm. talking about, you know, mm. you know the, uh, someone pretending to be, be a, a dog. Mm. So, um, yeah, so it just goes through all of that. And then, as I'm sure you can imagine, I don't think there's a spoiler because ugh, it is what it is. Like, it's still a K film that has a particular subsector. The couple's interaction falls creates an emotional bond mm-hmm. and then there's this whole thing where there's like um a reveal of the relationship that's had okay mm. i'm going to stop there because i think if you're going to watch it i think yeah you know it's an interesting arc to see how that is dealt with yeah in the professional setting because yeah and i'm also going to say i'm very sorry when i was watching that, i was like should you all be doing that shit in the office thank you i did think that I was like, of all the rooms, of all the hotels, of all the motels, of all the bedrooms in all of the world, including the house that this guy lives in. He has to do it. It's the office. You in the office. Now, I know that sometimes who wants to do shit in office because it's the office. But you know something? Be aware of your fucking surrounding. Mm. Anyone. So, yeah. And it's this. I mean, I think they're both ex-idol people. I don't really know much enough about idols. You know, but they're yeah. Ex-idol people. They're both. And I felt it was... It was quite a brave choice for people who are moving from one genre to a new genre mm. to take on a roles that are quite that are very definitively set in the fact that it's in a sexual, mm. a very sexual relationship that's going on there. And also, when you consider the fact that um, 
the dynamics of the relationship is that the man is the submissive and the woman is the dominant mm. which i think sometimes in korean culture is quite difficult to you know you still have a lot of guys who are anti-feminist mm. there are a lot of very vocal incel type people yep um who so for that to be a narrative that is followed through i think is a strong narrative to portray um um but i am curious as to i hope it doesn't really affect this guy's this people's relationship well i mean oh, professional uh, relationship going forward because uh, it's not so no. much about the uh, it's not so much about directors and things it's more about the people the human beings who are watching these shows yeah and how they might potentially take this on but i think yeah i think overall i gave it um why did i put down i don't remember hold on let me find my list i gave it a six over ten yeah Give it a six over ten. Um, I would give it a six over ten as well. Um, and in I don't think this is going to affect their careers. Um, Korean movies have a a higher threshold for sex and things like this. I was trying to remember the name of this movie I saw. It's with the guy from Devil Judge, isn't it? Ji Song, isn't it? It's about um phone sex, and it's a great movie, but it is very. <laughs> It is like really out there. That's when I knew that. Okay, Korean. Me, I'm not getting. I'm not listening. Let me go watch all of these things. Yeah, I mean, it's quite. It's quite. Trying to find it. Um. I'm trying see, to find it. I'll try. You're, you're my, you my friend. You should give me all these gist. I know. What's it ages all ago? The good stuff from me. Oh, I watched it ages ago. Um. So it's like years ago, but it's just like they meet. Anyway. She, it's just some sex in it film. oh it's called my no, ps partner my ps partner and it's it's mm-hmm. like a rom-com but there's some sex you know, some sex and some stuff in it as well and there are other dramas which i've heard of from my you know other people that i've watched k dramas i'm sorry movies that are quite you know that have this kind of like sex sexual content so it's not going to ruin their careers. It's something that is pretty much accepted. <laughs> I think the only instance there's a little difference here is that it's on Netflix, so there's more of a global audience to it mm-hmm. rather than just the Korean audience in this case. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to affect them. Um, I thought that it was... It, I thought it was good for what it was. I had started reading the... the um, the webtoon beforehand webtoon is called moral sense just to see what it was going to be like and it's they whilst they take off they do the main some of the main threads in the webtoon they really discard a lot of it because in the webtoon the main the male character has a group of friends who are quite integral to the story um but in this they kind of give him some sort of you know as usual with the k-drama male lead some traumatic backstory with an ex which is not really a thing in the webtoon um and you know i know that they're adapting it for you know tv and all that um, for you know different medium and all that kind of stuff we had discussion before but um i felt that it was a shame that they let that go because the friends are quite fun (laughs) um i would have made it a bit more enjoyable they hinted that in the first i think first uh the early part of the movie but then you just never see see a lot of them again um I did think it was very educational, if anything. Um, I'm not really a fay with BDSM and all that. And I thought the way they depicted it, the way they kind of almost educated the audience on it was quite good. It was, you know, balancing like a really thin line. And they did it quite well, I have to say. 
Um, in terms of the love story and everything, I, wasn't, I didn't really buy into it. <laughs> um, I wasn't filled with butterflies or anything. I just thought it was cute. And they, they took a... Well, not, it's not a difficult subject matter. Subject matter is not really um, portrayed a lot in rom-coms, apart from, I don't know if you want to call Fifty Shades of Grey a rom-com. I wouldn't, but people would yeah, always. A lot, a, yeah, there's a lot of references to Fifty Shades of Grey with people that reviewed this. Um, but, but the truth of the matter is that I always find it interesting when people always talk about Fifty Shades of Grey as a, you know, BDSM, blah, blah, blah. Because for me, I, as I'm sure you know, I've I read a lot of erotica, uh, mm. a lot of romance, a lot of things. Listen, Fifty Shades of Grey has nothing on Black Lace. You want to you wanna get yourself some <laughs> good, diverse content understand different types of sexual practices, really get into... I mean, Blacklist is not in existence anymore, but I mm. think there are lots of other erotica, you know, mm. applications, more digitally now than anything. I'm not talking about porn, by the way. Oh, I know, no, it's not. There's usually a clear difference there. I think what you... And I uh, and I started reading a lot of erotica when I was quite young. And mm. I think the reason was because I've always been very fascinated with sex. I've always, been on, I've always wanted to find out more about it. Mm. But Fifty Shades of Grey is like a bad romance book that they tap oh, a bit of spanking on it it's terrible so um, i think if constructively if you're going to look for something interesting go find good erotica of course that sounds almost like an oxymoron but honestly go find good erotica oh yeah and i, I it think it's it's the it's the i don't say it's the best comparison but it's the best comparison that people can make in terms of something that was quite general and quite populist at the time mm-hmm. so if i go to say bdsm rom-com everyone goes oh well 50 shades of gray even though really it's not a good one and it's not particularly bdsm um but and yeah the book is shit. and the book is shit as well all three of them um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i liked it but i would give it i would give it six out of ten um it's not something particularly i'm going to search out to rewatch again but I'm glad it's out there and because it means that someone else might go and do, you know, do it from a different point of view or do another BDSM art rom-com because, you know, it's also something I think that should be explored and done better in other stories and everything. So, yeah, I'm glad I watched it anyway. It was good. It was good for what it was. Okay. Is that it for all the dramas and stuff we've seen together? Yes, it is. Wow, that's a long list. We saw a lot of yeah, J-dramas and C-dramas <laughs> this time around. Yes, I mean, we've not been around since December. So yeah. So we've actually consumed a lot. Actually, we've consumed less than I thought because if we look at what we generally can do on an average day, you know, and on an average week of things, we've actually had lives in between, which is a first for yeah. most of our, of our content. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's been a good cross-section. I think also because I'm also sometimes off-platform so off-platform, because I can see a lot of case stuff on platform, mm. on streamers by that. Or when I go off-platform, maybe I'm, I'm always maybe looking for slightly different content, mm. things that are not always, you know, K-dramas that I'm going to see mm. um, online. But there are a few that I'm already, I mean, I know that you are, you want to check out Snack Kizutke, mm. but I want to definitely check out some we've spoken about. So I'm looking at, obviously, <laughs> because I'm nasty. Uh, Miss Miss Aj- okay, Miss. I was gonna use my my actual name, but let's not stop there. Miss Wendy to you. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna check out my PS partner and adult trainee. I'm quite fascinated with the way that you have talked about that because mm. I think it's um, an interesting. One. I'm also curious about nine to five, but yeah, don't know. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, I think you. Well, I don't know about PS partner, but I think you at least will enjoy nine to five. Um, I love training. It'd be interesting what stories you actually, if you like any or like 
you know, all the stories. Um, and my mm-hmm. past partner <laughs> is just very, yeah, it's still a good watch. And it's interesting to see some of these actors that you see in dramas in that going, okay, that's interesting. Okay, all right mm-hmm. then. This was great. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you very much, Mo. It's been a pleasure catching up with you on K-Dramas. It's been a K-Dramas. pleasure catching up with our listeners with K-Dramas. Yeah, man. You guys, I know you're all out there. We have an Instagram page. Go make yourself known, okay? Because this is like three years in the making. You know, this psychological breakdown we're going through called K-Drama <laughs> and J-Drama and C-Drama. Um, so make yourself known. It'd be good to be able to chat with some of you. We, I know we're going to be doing something on Clubhouse, but... Um, <clears throat> One of us is less on Clubhouse than the other. Yeah. The other that lives on Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, but also, listen, make yourself known because we would really love to interact with you. So drop... I don't I don't want... Look, I'm not going to force you guys to drop comments because, I mean, that may be too much, you know, too much, whatever. But I think you should... You could draw... You should drop like an emoji. What do you think? So which Drop emoji? an emoji. Like a mic emoji? Ooh, a mic emoji. Yeah, like drop the mic. Drop a mic emoji yeah. or... Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Drop a mic yeah, emoji. Yeah, drop a mic emoji to let us know you're out there. Yeah, not just screaming into the ether. So drop the mic, guys. We're dropping the mic here. Yeah, we just did it. myself, Wendy, yeah, and from Dukwen. Yes, from Mo. Check us out <laughs> at, at Pop at Popgram Podcast. That's our Instagram handle. And have a good rest of the month. And we'll see you next month for more dramas. Yes, we shall. Take care. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.